Uh, today is the day that I need to make an announcement. So I am not uh, preaching a sermon. I'm going to take my time making an announcement, though. So this is going to take a little bit of time. Uh, I want to I want to set it up. I want to walk through it, and then I want to say some comments, and then we're going to leave some time for questions. Now, if this is anything like some of the other online chapels, we may have as many as 7,000 people watching. If you all send in questions at one time, there's no hope I'm going to be able to see any of them. So we're going we're gonna to try to do this orderly. Here's how I want to start. Proverbs 16, 19 says these words. It says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Our heart wants to be on campus. My heart is to be in here with a chapel full, singing praises to a worthy God. My heart is to see all of you dressed up in silly outfits at a leave, running around like we don't have a care in the world. My heart says we need a senior chapel where they all line up from one side to the other, where we sit down in the front row and we look up and we say, I can't believe they've been here a thousand days already. My heart is to have a graduation ceremony where I have the joy of shaking over a thousand hands in one day, a lot of hand sanitizer, hugging, seeing the smiles of the next chapter opening up for some of our seniors, seeing the mixed emotion and the tears as their thousand days at Cedarville ends. For reasons that we may never understand, there is a global pandemic that is taking place. We understand that 18 to 22-year-olds are probably the least likely to be affected by this, but we also understand that you could be carriers of this to others, that our leaders have told us they want us to stay put, they want us to stay away from each other, they want us not to spread this, to mitigate the spread so that our hospitals can maintain and serve those who need to be served. You've seen the same news that I have. A few of those things we've seen. Restaurants closing, only takeout. Fitness centers shut down. Hair salons, not able to get a haircut. Basically all businesses that can close are supposed to close. The military has issued to military personnel do not travel orders. Pennsylvania, their governor, issued a closed business order for all non-life supporting businesses to close as of last night. California has issued a stay-at-home order for all 40 million of its residents. The CDC issued guidance this week that said if you're going to have a group of 50 or more gathering together, not to do that for the next eight weeks. Eight weeks carries us to May the 10th at the date that I was reading this. Our graduation ceremony is May the 2nd. We only have about 8,000 people coming from all over the country to assemble upon our field house for that graduation ceremony. We know it doesn't fit within the guidance. The Kentucky Derby was supposed to be held on May the 2nd. It's been moved to September the 5th. NASCAR has suspended all races through May the 3rd. Even movies that were scheduled to release in April and May have been postponed to the fall. The governor pushed the election back 
maybe not technically the governor, but his administration pushed the election back to June the 2nd. To me, that's an important date. The governor and his medical advisors are operating with eight doctors who have expertise that I do not have. They have information that I do not have. They've chosen June the 2nd as a timeline. He said last Wednesday, this Wednesday, a couple days ago, I was watching their briefings very carefully. In that briefing, he made the statement. He said, I don't know that we're going to be at the height of what's happening until early May. Dr. Acton, who I have grown to love and trust, as she has given good information with personal anecdotes and even some humor at appropriate moments, got up after him to say, if we do a really good job of what they're asking us to do, it may not peak until even later than that. So we understand the situation we're in. We've been called to slow this, to lower the line as you have seen it, so it's not a steep curve, so that our hospitals can serve those who desperately need to be served. The better job we do, the longer this thing holds out. So if we do our job well, it will not peak anytime soon. So in all transparency, all of us know what needs to happen, but nobody wants to make the call and finalize it. We all know what we have to do, but writing it, typing it out earlier this week, even speaking it now is painful because it seems to take away the hope of what we so desperately want, of what our heart wants. So it's in a moment like that we have to trust that God has planned the steps before us Lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him. Allow him to guide our paths, and that's what we must do. These weeks have been painful. Talking to seniors, seeing seniors online, the moments that we cherish together, the musicians that have their senior recitals, the athletes that didn't get to play that final game, the spring play, the art exhibits, JS, Aleve, Senior Chapel, so many other things that we could mention. But I also have received letters and emails and comments from many of you. And you've stated things such as, our hope does not rest in all of these events, but our hope and our faith is deep and it rests in Jesus Christ. And that is our hope right now. And that's why even though we may shed tears because we're sad, we're not hopeless, we don't despair, we're not in panic, because we have a God who is in control and we trust that. These are important times. We have the good news that needs to be told. We have a message of hope for a world that desperately needs it. But in order to deal with all that life is throwing at us, we have to make sure that we continue to live to do that, to share the good news. So we need to be safe. We need to be sensible. So the question may arise, why in the world would we make this decision right now? We gave as an opportunity and a deadline next Wednesday, March the 25th. We've decided to make the day to the day we make the decision for these reasons. The sooner we make the decision, the sooner faculty can begin to plan for their semester. The sooner we make the decision, they know what's coming. They're not in limbo. They're not wondering what happens also for students and for staff, you can plan. We have students who live at a great distance away. We have students that want to know, do I clean out my dorm room? Do I not? All of these questions, we feel like we should go ahead and make this decision. Looking at what Pennsylvania and California have done, the longer we delay a decision, the more at risk some people will be in order to be able to get home to their families, which is where we want everyone at this time. The situation has drastically changed 
since last Wednesday when I stood up here and talked about the prior two weeks. So to use a hockey analogy, not that I play hockey, but to use a hockey analogy, you have to skate to where the puck is going to be, not to where the puck is at. If we make reactions based on where we see things in this moment and not the trajectory of where we see things going, it's not a wise decision. Finally, we have no reasonable information that things are going to get better in the next two weeks. For us to remain open would be unwise and going against guidance. Not to mention, we have faculty, staff, and students who are in high-risk categories or who have underlying health conditions. All of these reasons have pushed the executive team to say, now's the time. It's the time to make decisions. Whether we like them or whether we don't, it is time. So today, and following this chapel, this is going to go out in an email as well, we are doing the following items. Classes. All classes for the remainder of the spring 2020 semester will be delivered through remote or online access. We will not be starting face-to-face classes back up. Now, there are a few of you that have clinical experiences. You're going to receive information from your respective schools about those clinical experiences. But we're going to suspend face-to-face classes for the remainder of the semester. We all expected that. That brings up a host of other questions. What about commencement? Commencement will be postponed. We have no reasonable expectation that we can hold commencement. There are financial obligations that you move into if you try to delay that decision. So we are going to postpone it. As part of that, no graduation fee will be extended to our seniors. Degrees will be conferred at the end of this semester. And we will mail you your diplomas in May. I'm not guaranteeing you will have every diploma at your house on Saturday because we still have to verify grades. We have to do a host of various items, but we will get you your diplomas, assuming you pass all of your classes. So you do your part, we'll do our part. Now, if possible, what we hope to do is later this year, and I don't have a date for you right now, but later this year, I would love for us to be able to schedule a weekend where we can invite all of our seniors to come back and we could have something like a senior chapel, a worship night, Uh, an event or two, then with a commencement. And I don't care if we wear regalia or don't wear regalia, just to celebrate with you and allow you to celebrate with one another one last time. So we're working on that. That's our hope. That's our desire. I don't have a date for you, but I want you to know we are going to try to make that happen. So then what about the residence halls? The residence halls will need to close as soon as we can possibly do that. So that means all residential students should plan to clean and check out of their residence halls by Saturday, May 2nd. That's your deadline. That's the end date. That's not wait until then to do it. And we have more information on the move out and how to register for a time on a website, cedarville.edu slash move out. So here's what can't happen. We can't have every student from all across the country descending back on campus to pack up their room to then descend back to other locations. In the, in the pandemic scenario, that, that's horrible. You, you bring everything you may have, circulate it, and then take it to other places. And so we have a website that's going to allow a certain number to come in on any given day. So you need to go to that website. You'll need to log in. You'll need to register. We'll do it in an orderly fashion. We'll do it under the best guidance that we possibly can. 
we'll make sure that we allow for you the opportunity to move out of your residence hall. So if you're an international student and you're here on campus and you're sitting there saying, wait a second, what does this mean for me? The international student office will work with you to facilitate your return home as soon as possible. I realize that some of you are at a point where you really just cannot return home right now. Your countries have closed their borders. It's not a possibility. And so I want you to have our assurance that we're going to take good care of you. We will be here to support you during this time. Students currently on campus. There are a few in here that I'm now talking to. I recommend that you pack up your rooms, you head home as quickly as you can. Not because we don't want you here, but because we don't know what's gonna happen. It is, you need to be with your family in times like these. I, I have kids. I would be worried about you. I would want you home. I would want you there with me. Even though it, it may or may not be as fun depending on how your house is. This is what we need to do. So hear my heart in this. It's not that we want to rush you out. It's not that we have bad things to, to communicate to you today. We just need you to think wisely and be careful and sensible. Talk to your RDs. Let's coordinate these things well. But as many people as possible that can be home, that's where we need to be. All events that we're having on campus that were scheduled through the remainder of this semester will either be postponed, canceled, or moved online. No events on campus the remainder of the semester. Our global outreach trips that we had planned for the summer, we're going to postpone those trips or cancel those trips, hopefully postpone those until a future year. So what about chapel? We will continue to have chapel on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live online for as long as we can. And we'll do Tuesday, Thursday archived. Now, if there's a, a California-type order where everybody stays home, things may need to be reevaluated because I can't lead music, I can't sing at all, and so you don't want to hear that. We'll figure something out. We'll do what we can. But our desire is to continue with chapel. We will continue with some small groups, some discussions. We're using Zoom, FaceTime, phone calls. All of those type things are still happening for discipleship accountability. I encourage you to use those type things. Just because we have to separate, just because we need to maintain that distance between one another doesn't mean that we're don't ever talk to one another. It doesn't mean we don't pray for each other. It doesn't mean we don't encourage one another. So use technology well. Our summer school classes, they are currently remaining scheduled, but may need to be offered through an online format. Nursing classes and other classicals that may have a clinical component will have to be determined at a later time. We just don't know what will be possible. We don't know what hospitals and others will allow us to do. It's just too soon. We don't have the data to make that decision. So there will be other decisions to come. Some campus updates will go out. We have our blog and resource site. So cedarville.edu slash COVID-19. You can find that online. I want you to know that we want to do everything we possibly can to make sure that you persist, that you succeed to the best of our ability, that you thrive and grow during this difficult season and this difficult time. We can't wait to have campus back to normal. Can't wait to look out in this auditorium and see smiling, happy faces singing praises to Jesus. So we're going to work to make sure that you succeed during this unprecedented season. Here are some things that we're doing to make that happen. We are going to refund your unused 
room and board. We're issuing a refund for that unused portion. It will be credited to your student account. It can be applied to any outstanding balances. And then if there's a credit left on your account, a credit balance at the end of that, you can either use that for next year, you can leave it on your account, use it later. Or if some of you are going through really difficult times and you've got that credit balance and you wanna have that transferred to your bank account, we'll do that as well. You'll have to request that, but we'll do that. There'll be a form for you to do that. We'll get you more information on it. It's gonna take a little time to process that. That's not gonna happen immediately. It's a little over $4 million that has to be processed. And depending on what dorm you're in, there are different rates. Depending on what meal plan you had, it gets really complicated. And so it's gonna take us some time to sort it out, but we'll get that to you. We are gonna do no additional late fees or interest or put holds on accounts for any unpaid balances through this summer. Unprecedented times, difficult financial season, we want to try to make it as easy as we possibly can on you. Concerning financial aid, we'll be sending you later this summer information on your financial aid packages and things, just like we always do. But I want you to know that financial aid is here to help you. We, we have set aside some resources. Financial aid office is ready to talk to you. Some of you are going to be deeply impacted by the coronavirus more so than others. You may think, well, it's just not a possibility anymore. Before you think it's not a possibility, please come talk to our financial aid office. Let us see what we can do to help you. We want you here. We want you to succeed. We want you to graduate. So before you decide, I can't do this, you got this. God's got this. Work hard, be diligent, persist, Endurance, patience produces perseverance. There are reasons we have trials in life. Use this to grow. I also want to let you know there will be no loss of scholarships that are funded by Cedarville University, whether those are academic or need-based scholarships based on bad grades this spring semester. So you're transitioning to an online format. Our faculty, who, let me just say, our faculty are amazing. They have done incredible work transitioning from face-to-face -to, -face to online. So proud of the way they've done this. It's new. Maybe they don't do something just right. Maybe you don't learn online well. Maybe you have siblings at home and you don't have a quiet environment. Maybe there are other things affecting you. Maybe you don't have good internet access. We know that exists and, and you just can't do this in the way that you would want to. We don't want you to lose your scholarship and then not be able to come back to Cedarville because of this semester. So we're not going to lose scholarships based on grades that are Cedarville academic or need-based scholarships. Academically, we are watching things closely as we go through this transition. Our faculty are amazing. This needs to be a time of grace. We need you to give them grace. We need you to give us grace. We need to give you grace. Christians, of all people, are familiar with the need for grace. So that's what we want to do, is extend grace. Towards that end, we are extending the withdrawal period until April the 3rd. You can find more information about that in your email. We are also, and I'm asking the academic division to create a credit, no credit, or pass-fail option. Now hear me carefully on this, because some of you won't want to take this option. There are implications to those options. 
Some of you may say, well, I'm trying to get into medical school or the job I want, this is not gonna be good. Fine, you can take the grades, you can do that. For some of you, you're worried, am I gonna be able to make the grade I wanna make? Is this gonna affect my GPA? I'm asking the academic division to create a pass-fail credit, no credit option as an option. So then you can have the best of both worlds. If you want that option, you can take it. If you don't want that option, you're gonna make A's, you've got this, it's not a problem for you. You can keep on with the GPA, you can keep on with the graded format. We want you to succeed, so we're trying to demonstrate flexibility and grace in that. Having said all that, we do expect you to work hard, to demonstrate excellence in effort and integrity in conduct. I think you've heard those words somewhere before. You need to pass the classes and you need to learn the material. There's a reason this material is in the academic program. So I encourage you to work hard and to be diligent towards that end. We'll be praying for you. We know it's gonna be difficult on some of you. We're gonna do the best we can to get through this together. God's got this. A couple of other comments and then I'll take a few questions if we have them. If you're on campus at Cedarville and you are a permanent hourly employee, either part-time or full-time permanent hourly employee and you're worried about, wait a second, if I go home, I'm not gonna get paid, how am I gonna pay my bills? I want you to know we're gonna take care of you, you will be paid. For the foreseeable future, don't worry about that. Let that just, just go away. Lord willing, this fall, we're gonna all be back here. Everything's gonna be just fine, but you don't need to worry about that right now. Some of you can do your jobs from home, some of you can't. Prospective students. Perhaps there's a parent or prospective student that's watching this or listening. We're gonna move our date, our decision date from May 1 to June 1. Right now, people aren't visiting campuses. They're not really focused on decisions for schools and things of that nature. We wanna give you some flexibility and some time in that as well. And so our decision date will be moved from May 1 to June 1. If you are impacted by this as well, please talk to us. Talk to your admissions counselor, talk to your financial aid office representatives. Let us work with you as well. We'd love to see you here. In this season, we need to make sure we remember three S's, alliterated, sanitize, separate, and sensible. Be sensible. Don't go out if you're running a fever. Don't go out if you don't have to. If you're sick, stay home, isolate, do those things that you need to do. Be sensible in how you do everything as you're moving out, all of these different things. Be sensible. Sanitize. You've heard it. I don't need to say it anymore. I'm not a health professional, but I have washed my hands more often in the past week uh, than I have previously. We'll put it that way. And then separate. Keep your distance. So as you go over to get your meals that are takeout in Chuck's, keep your distance. Be safe. Now we're gonna have an opportunity for a couple of questions to come in. We're gonna have a line that we will post online. You can text a question in. It's gonna come in as an email in here to my inbox. We'll see if anybody has a question. We have a couple of you that are in the room here. If you have a question, you can raise your hand or you can text into to the line. The number's 937-583-1342. If anybody has a question, I'll be glad to try to answer a few of those. So Monday. Monday in chapel, live, online. I wanna preach a sermon that I think will encourage you out of Hebrews chapter 12, focusing on verse one. So I encourage you to, to tune in. I'll try to keep it short. I'm not very good at that. 
I'll try to keep it short. I'll try to keep it to about 20 minutes. We'll see what happens. I'll keep it shorter than I usually do anyway. We'll, we'll work to that. So we want to make sure that we stay in the word of God. We want to make sure that we keep our routines. We want to make sure that we learn to walk with God in the word, that we talk with God through prayer. We want to make sure we're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Text somebody, encourage them. Pick up the phone and call somebody. Call a friend. Call somebody you know has a difficult home situation on a regular basis. How are you doing? How are you making this through? Can we pray for you? Encourage one another. This is what we should do as brothers and sisters in Christ. Just because we're separated with a physical distance, we have the technology to continue to do this. Hold firm in your faith. Make sure that you keep loving and serving God. Grow deeper in him. We've got a few questions here. Some of these I will be able to answer. Some of them I won't. What's the room and board refund amount? It depends on what mail plan you were on, how long you've been on campus, what rate that you're on. How are finals going to be handled? Well, that's up to your faculty members. Uh, your faculty members who I'm encouraging you, them to be gracious with you, they determine that. They control their own classrooms. They're going to determine that. Will Chick-fil-A still be open in the fall? Important questions here, right? So... Uh, Lord willing, yes. Now, we, we do recognize that the building inspectors in some areas have been told that they are to stay home, just like we've been told. We don't know what the impact on that will be. We do have an early deadline. We think everything will just be on target. Uh, what if we've already moved all of our stuff out? Well, good for you. Let's, we'll figure that out and get you a chance to mail your key back in and uh, get you all checked out and make sure that happens. No questions, just know we're praying for you. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Can you say when the food service will close? We're going to have some international students that need to be on campus. Those international students will be cared for. They will be taken care of. We will keep food service open in a minimal format to make sure that we service them well. As many people as we can get home, we're going to get home. We're, we're going to pare it down to do what the guidance has said do. But I don't want you to think we're not going to take care of you and love on you and serve you during this time. So we'll keep doing that for as, as long as we can. Can we arrange to get siblings out of dorms? Ah, there's a webpage. So that webpage is going to deal with all of those dorm questions. There's probably going to be one-off questions that you're just going to have to call somebody about. Uh, that dorm website I can find here. It is going to be in the email as well. But it is cedarville.edu forward slash move out. All one word, move out. cedarville.edu forward slash move out. Some questions here about what to do with student teaching, what to do with the School of Pharmacy. Those schools are going to give you more information. Um, right now, our public schools aren't even in session for three weeks. Our, our governor in Ohio actually told us the other day in the press conference taking questions. He said, I don't know if they show back up this semester. They've had a lot of questions about their standardized tests. He has said there are much more important things than standardized tests right now that we're dealing with. And so... Uh, we're going to be at the mercy of some other people with all of this. So we'll get you some answers to some of those questions. If we can't get back to campus, what will we do? Well, we'll work with you on that. Uh, go to the website, make sure you communicate well on move out and residence halls. Know that we're going to do our best to give grace. Uh, we're going to do the best we can. The best thing we can do is go ahead and get everything taken care of, hunker down in our homes, talk with our family, not panic. 
Uh, not despair, but trust God. How can we pray for you personally? Well, you're sweet to text that in. And so um, thank you for doing that. Uh, wisdom, time management, sleep may be a good thing next week after we get past some of these other things that are helping. Uh, how will admittance to various programs take place without some of the, the tests that are being offered? We'll have to work through those on a case-by-case -case scenario. Uh, the accreditors are giving grace right now. So if you're worried about a specific accreditation, they're going to give grace. We are all in this time. I, a friend of mine gave a good analogy. If you're a Marvel fan, uh, like I am, uh, you watch the Marvel movie and, and half of everybody disappeared. You knew they were going to bring them back, but they, they disappeared. So then in the next movie, you bring them back. They kept talking about the blip. It was the blip. During the blip, here's what happened. I suspect every application to a graduate school, I suspect everything that happens in every application to colleges or universities or to certifications, they're going to talk about the blip. Well, what happened in the spring 2020 semester? That was the blip. So there are more questions. I can't get to all of those. We may look at them and try to make sure we're addressing them in some format. Let me encourage you that this is a time I really think this is a time that in my lifetime, it was the Challenger. I remember where I was the moment the Challenger exploded. Then it was 9-11. I remember exactly where I was when I first learned about 9-11. This isn't a moment like that moment, but I think this is a moment that your generation will remember. I think 30 years from now, you're gonna be talking to your friends about where were you in COVID-19? So remember that. Now, if this is going to be a defining moment for all of this generation, how do we handle defining moments as Christians? We understand that defining moments in this life are only temporary moments, not eternal moments, and we have an eternal gospel that's much more important than the temporal moment. So we, instead of focusing on ourselves, instead of being disappointed about things that we should be disappointed about, but disappointed about things and focusing on me, I wanna make sure that we are focused on loving others and loving others well. So here's my encouragement to you. You know how you're feeling. Think about how somebody without the hope of the gospel is feeling. Think about somebody that doesn't have a sure foundation. Think about somebody that may be afraid to die. Take this moment once-in-a-lifetime moments and use them as opportunities to communicate the gospel, to be available for questions, to love God and love others well. That's our calling during this time. We are on mission right now to be light in a very dark world. Let's not waste it. I want to pray for you and then we'll end this I'll look through all of your questions later. We'll try to make sure we get you some information on those. But let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Lord, I pray for all of our faculty that you would give them health, that you would give them wisdom as they seek to push classes online as quickly as possible. Lord, I pray for all of our students that you would give them the ability to, to think well, to be safe, to be healthy, to study well, to persist, to, to actually thrive during this time. Lord, I pray that you would protect our family and our loved ones, that you would, Lord, help us not to be terrified or afraid, but Lord, we ask that you would protect us. 
Lord, I pray that you would give us wisdom as we share the gospel, as we're open to pray for others, as we encourage one another, as we are wise. Lord, one of our favorite verses around here is Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach us to number our days so that we may live a life of wisdom. And help us to number our days, to know that, Lord, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. We don't know the future. So help us to take advantage of every moment to tell somebody else we love them, we care about them. To tell somebody else things that will encourage them to share the gospel with those that don't know it. To deal with eternal matters in our own lives. Lord, to allow this to focus us on what's most important. And to let go of those things that are least important. God, we pray that you would use this to bring revival to our country. I pray that you would start it in my own life as I seek to focus on the things that are most important. Lord, I pray that you would bring us back here so that we could worship and praise your name like never before. Lord, may we never take it for granted again. But Lord, may you allow us that privilege and that opportunity to be able to worship together with friends in ways that bring us joy and you glory. And now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling, to present you blameless before the presence of his glory with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory and majesty and dominion and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. You are dismissed.